fabulous women. Welcome to the new Fabu show. I am tuned in, tapped in, turned on to who I really am. I am your host, the fabulous Doris Birch, founder of the Fat Factor. I am here to awaken feminine leaders to their Fat Factor. The woman who has always known she's different, called for more, not going to live the normal life, and is going to do what it takes, no matter what it takes, until it takes to create that all while becoming highly visible so she can make a global impact to fully step into who she is being called to, fully tapping into the power of the feminine. Yes, she has the audacity to prioritize the feminine. I am an entrepreneur, mentor, author. I love the bling bling thinking more fabulously bigger and doing it differently where we disrupt the status quo. We are rewriting the rules and we are doing it being fabulous, of course, without sacrificing our femininity, spirituality, or personal fulfillment. The biggest question is, who are you actually at your core? Who are you and what did you come here to do? See, many women are hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old self die. They are quitting on themselves. But to create that vibrational space to step into their new Fabu next level frequency in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Are you ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now? See, it's going to take some inner determination and strength. And allow me to be crystal clear here. It takes a lot of courage to release the old and to step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way and I live on this sort of frequency and I show up this way. See, it's critical to do so if you are truly committed to having it all. A life fully by design and on your terms in order to shift the old, become the real you and finally break the pattern once and for all. Why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice, you continue to sabotage or destroy. See, this affects everything. Is it any wonder you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, I have lived it. And it's the reason I think this must change. And it must change now. Today's wave of spiritual women owning their power is unique, rare, and one of a kind. So what new fab you is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be. To the new fab you who is fully unleashed in what she says, how she shows up, how she does business, how she does life. She knows what works for her. She backs herself unapologetically. She does it. Why? It is who she is. It is what she was born for. She did not come here for normal. 
So let me ask you if you've had enough of just playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be. See, it's time to make the decision to say goodbye to the old because it's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits and stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well, you don't gotta, but you do if you want to change, to be who you really are meant to be, then say yes. Yes to you. Yes to your soul. Yes to being accountable. Yes to the up level. And as I said earlier, it takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light, enough with playing small, being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right. Enough with saying you're different, but not showing it. It is time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be the new fab you. The age of the invisible woman is over. And today, my fabulous, fabulous guest is, is Liza Lomax, who is a woman who has stepped into her new fabulousness. And so let's bring her on. Hello. Hi, Liza. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited you're on the show today. I'm excited to be here. So, Liza, what... You know, for me, my new fabu moment came when I surrendered and I let go of the last remaining bits of worrying about what people thought of me or if I was making any sense or whether they wanted to hear what I really wanted to say. And mm -hmm. I went all in on me. And the thing is, when I started to dig beneath my fears and, and uncertainties, you, you get to the realization that you know you are worthy. And so what moment came for you to step into your new Fabu next level. Oh goodness. Do you have a couple hours? <laughs> <laughs> um, just, well, really that kind of goes back to just telling my story and um, my story goes back to when I was a child. And um, when I immediately started that not good enough story, when we're told that we have to look a certain way and dress a certain way and act a certain way and be a certain way, and we're not those ways. We try to fix things. And as children, you know, we're little sponges. We soak up everything around us, our environment, you know, um, you know, everything that's, you know, the, the behaviors and the, the limiting beliefs and the, the stories, you know, and all these things we create and um, we go, we become adults and we're completely messed up in the heads, constantly comparing ourselves to other people and thinking we need to look a certain way and dress a certain way and act a certain way. So when I was a child, um, as a teenager, I suffered from two EDs. I had anorexia and I had overeating. And I literally went from one extreme to the other and everything in between. And I had horrible body image issues. I had horrible self-esteem. I hated myself. I was depressed. I had anxieties. Um, by the time I was 26, I weighed 300 pounds. Wow. And the doctor told me I was going to die if I didn't lose weight. And I had a two-year-old at the time. And I thought, well, I want to live to see him grow older. So I'm going to lose the weight. I lost 105 pounds in 13 months. 
but I didn't change my mindset. And so after that, I, I went back to the same old beliefs, the same limiting beliefs, the same behaviors, the so same stories. And I continue to yo-yo over and over and over and over. Um, it's still depressed, still had anxiety. You know, I did stuff to my body. Nobody should ever do to themselves. Um, you know, I hated the mirror. I've punched the mirror a few times because I hated the reflection. I had body dysmorphia disorder. So when I look at myself in the mirror, I saw a, a, an image that was like a monster to me and I didn't like the image. I hated myself in pictures. Um, you know, there was just, there were so many things that just literally brought me to rock bottom. I was addicted to pills. I was a heavy drinker. You know, I had all these anxieties. I was completely depressed. I was a people pleaser. I was a doormat. I let people walk all over me. I let people base what my worth was. I thought what, how people treated me was how, what I was worth. So if they treated me like crap, that's what I thought I, I deserved and all of that I was worth. And um, you know, whether you believe in God, higher source, higher power, universe, whatever you believe, I really believe that there was just this voice that told me that I needed to stop and I needed something had to give and I had to change. In my whole life, I have been a people pleaser. I have taken care of people. I've been a caregiver. You know, I took care of my siblings. I took care of people around me. I was always there for people and I let them walk all over me. And I got to the point where I was like, okay, well, if I need to change, is it that I need to love myself in order to change? We know the answer is yes. Right. So, you know, I was like, okay, well then I, how do I do this? What am I supposed to do? Where do I turn to? I don't know what to do. So I went out and I did it all my own. I studied every self-help book, every guru, everybody out there that was like self-care, self-love, you know, body image, um, all of that stuff and completely transformed my life around, um, you know, I was in the closet for multiple things. I was in the closet for being gay. I was in the closet for being a medium, for having these intuitive gifts. Um, you know, I was in the closet for having eating disorders. Like people that knew me for years and years never knew that I had, you know, that I hid these things from people, hid these things from them, you know? And I got to the point where I was like, this is BS. I need to share my story. I need to come out and be my authentic self. I need to help other people. And if I'm, su I'm such a lover of people and giver and I love to help people, so why not help people love themselves and show them how to love their bodies, love themselves just the way they are. Right. And so it sent me on that mission to do that. And I got all, you know, I went and I, you know, like I said, studied everybody, studied all these self-help books. I got certifications and all these things. I have all these tools in my toolbox so that I can help women go through this the same process I went through. So my program derives from my same personal, from my personal experiences, um, you know, and help them love themselves. So they're not 60, 70, 80 years old and still worrying about what they look like in the mirror, worrying about what they look like to the world, worrying about comparing themselves to people. Like I can't write a book because that person's better than me, or I can't be on stage because they're a much better speaker than I am. I don't know the first thing. Showing women how to be authentic, how to be real, how to be raw, how to be themselves and to love themselves and to be able to stand in the mirror naked and completely, truly, madly be in love with themselves and everything that they see, they love. That is what I do. <laughs>
Well, you know, that's powerful work. And and the thing that I love about what you said, even going back when you said when you first lost the, the weight and you like the thing that didn't change was your mindset. And, you know, it's just like what I was saying in my statement is like, you know, there you have to make the decision to say goodbye to the old. And you have to stop yeah. trying to create a new you around the same old people, thinking habits, and departure place. And and that and when that you you discovered that, and and that's what's powerful, you know, in the discovery piece of knowing that you made a decision that you know you and and you backed yourself unapologetically. You know what I say is like you've got to back yourself in being this woman that you wanted to be. And you were like all these things you were hiding about who you really who you really are and were. And once that happened and and it not only transformed who you get to be, but be now when people are working with you or coming to your presence in your space you use the word authentic. Um, I use the word fabulous. You becoming your most fabulous, authentic self. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, it just really taking women from that self-loathing to self-loving and really getting them to realize that it's not selfish. It's self-preservation. We have to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first before we help other people. And it took me a long time to get that through my head. You know, I thought that I, because as a caregiver, as a mother, as, as, as a spouse, as a partner, you know, like I had to be the one I had to take everybody, you know, like everybody else's needs came first. That's not true. My needs come first. I come first. Once I take care of me, once I love me, once we truly love ourselves, everything else is worked out. Everything gets worked out. Everything else is fine. It's like, we're not... It's not selfish, you know, it's like, so trying to get that, especially with mothers, you know, that have kids, they think, oh, I'm, I have, you know, my, I have to, I have to take care of the kids. I have to take care of the spouse. I have to do this. There's no me time. There's no me time. No, there has to be me time. Cause once you take care of yourself, then everybody else is taken care of. That's very true. You know, I, I didn't, what I love about what you're saying, you know, the love yourself, you know, the L and fabulous, the layer that we work with our clients with the L is love yourself, because that is so, so important um, to really dig beneath and really work with um, yourself about where you are really in that loving yourself and as who you are. And then going from that place to evolve and expand and to work on yourself and constantly evolve. But, you know, the mom piece is huge. You know, I am very fortunate enough that I actually had a mother who demonstrated, um, taking care of herself first. So I didn't have the mom who just was, you know, selfless and, you know, her kids came first. And my mom was a young mom um, when she first became a mother. And so it was really, I'm so excited that she just knew or, or learned or developed for herself that she didn't need to take care of herself first. So she just spreaded that on to me and my sisters. And so, of course, you know, I am always about me first because if nothing's about me, nothing's going to be about nothing. And so, but I love that you have to, and, and that's something you do have to work with women on. I work with women about it. You work with women on it. And it has to constantly be in the conversation for women to be in their full power of who they get to be. It's it. Yeah. It's really about mindset and it's really, um, you know, that's, that's the main core of, of, 
how how I coach people is coach women is it's we go through their mindsets, we go through all those limiting beliefs, all those behaviors, all those stories. Um, and half of those behaviors and those stories aren't even ours. We have taken them on from our environment. And which is was which was shocking for me because when I was going through my NLP training, that happened to me. I went a couple techniques that we were doing. I had a realization that a behavior that I had done for years was not even mine. It was my, it was my stepdad's. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. So it made me realize I'm like, what other beliefs, what other stories do we hold in here that aren't even ours? So really working on the mindset, teaching them, you know, giving them the, the tools and the know-how, reframing those limiting beliefs, you know, creating new habits so that going forward, they have those tools in their toolbox themselves that they know that they can go to, you know, and then, you know, the, the nutrition and the exercise and those things come second, but it's all about the mindset. And that's why we yo-yo. That's why we continue to do this over and over and over again, because we're not pit fixing those habits and those behaviors first and foremost. Once you fix those and you help, you know, you take care of those, then everything else will fall into line. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm always, you know, that's all my work is around who a woman is being first because being um, Trump's strategy and all the blueprints and all that. It's like when you are, you know, the beingness and you are doing the work on the be beingness of who you are. And then, yeah, then you get into alignment and you, and you figure out who it is you want to who it is you want to be and you show up in that truth, then those, then that truth has the power to allow you to do the strategies, the blueprints, all the necessary things. And, you know, in the work you do nutrition and really love themselves. Now I love the, the thing, cause I think it's really powerful um, because I grew up, um, dancing, I did jazz, tap ballet and modeling. And so body image is a huge component, especially in the era when I was in those, those platforms, it was a specific body image type. You know, now it's a little bit more relaxed because so many people have brought that to the surface. But back when I was there, you literally had to have a certain body type. You were mm -hmm. not going to be able to be dancing, modeling if you did not have a certain body type. And so it was so intriguing, um, you know, that I feel very fortunate enough um, just to have not got caught up too much in that because I was just, I wasn't going to star myself to be even thinner than I already was because thank Lord. Um, but I will say it, 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 it pops into your head and you do have to take control mm -hmm. of yourself, you know, to not get into that kind of frame of mind, you know, cause I was looking in the magazines and I was looking in everything mm -hmm. and everything showed a certain look, you know, irregardless. And you really have to take control of who you are to be like, not fall into that gap and be in an mm -hmm. unhealthy place that doesn't allow you to really thrive. And like you said, you did the yo-yo back and forth of, you know, unhealthy eating and ways just to be falling into that, to that, you know, what they say your body's supposed to look like. And so I love the fact that you are all about having women get naked. I mean, that nakedness <laughs> is just, powerful for so many reasons to really look at. And, and I know one thing that women do not like to do is to look at themselves naked or not naked. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's one of the big things that I work with is the mirror and, and making the mirror your friend. That's a lot, a, a lot of, I do that talk a lot. And because we, we do, we go to the mirror and we look at ourselves and we nitpick at every single little thing that we see. Oh, I got gray hair. I got a diet. Oh, I'm starting to get wrinkles. I got to get Botox. Oh, my, my, I, my eyes are too wide or too big or my nose is crooked. I mean, all these things, we nitpick at everything. And I still, to this day, I do mirror work. Every morning I wake up, I still do my mirror work. If I'm going to talk the talk, I'm going to walk the walk. You know, I, I profess that a lot. I'm like, I talk the talk, I walk the walk, and I still do mirror work. And I still look at myself in the mirror and I still say how beautiful I am and how much I love myself because I finally got to that point in my life. And so now helping other women do that as well. You know, I had a woman, um, a, a story, if I can share a story, I had yeah. a client who um, detested her picture taken, hated her picture taken, would make every excuse to have the picture taken or to be the person that took the picture or would be in the background. And all you could see was just her little bitty face in the back. She would hide. And halfway through my program, um, I get a message from her and she says, um, what did you do to me? You hypnotized me. You did something to me. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what did I do? You know? And so she's, she, she proceeds to tell me that she had her picture taken that day and she saw her picture and she said, I was beautiful. She's like, I can't believe I thought my, I thought I was beautiful in this picture. And I was like, oh my gosh, hallelujah. I am so happy. Oh my gosh. I was like ecstatic. Because this woman had gone her whole life of hating herself in pictures. And here she loves herself. And she still to this day sends me pictures about with a caption saying, look how beautiful I am. Ah. That's my story. That is my story. I resonate with that because I had an issue with the mirror myself. And when I first saw myself in the mirror for the first time after my transformation, I actually had to look at somebody standing next to me and say, who is that person? Because I didn't believe it was me. And I'm Ooh. like, that's a beautiful person. That's like, wow. And still to this day, when I look in the mirror, I do this. I give myself a pat on the back because I know how far I came how far I have come. And now I can totally, yes, stand in the mirror naked and love everything that I see. And I want to do that for every other woman, every woman, every woman. <laughs> the thing that's so powerful about what you just said. So when I met you, this was before you went through your last recent transformation and just your whole evolution of this Liza that now. And the thing that's so intriguing about what you just said was that the lies I met even before this, that I thought she was the most gorgeous, beautiful woman ever. Um, you got on those stages and you just commanded and you were funny and you were just all this. And to now think back then you were dealing with some of the stuff that you were to have talked about. The thing that's amazing for that is that you never know what anyone's going through. Yes. And they can appear and you can see them. I saw the truth of who you were, but I know I can see that in women. You didn't know at that moment, you were still dealing with that truth of who you were and you weren't really reflecting. You had to go through your thing because like you disappeared. And I was like, I didn't know what happened to her. I'm like, oh my God, where did Liza go? And I missed you that, I told you that I missed you that next year. Cause I'm like, I thought Liza was supposed to be here. And it's like odd that I was literally like, where did she go? And you just disappeared. 
And but it's it's insightful to share that so people know that we can see and like you can see your clients, you can see who they really are. People can see who you are. we saw the beautiful Liza. And now this Liza here is just like shining so bright. Now I will say you shine so much more brighter now than you did before when I thought you were just like, mm -hmm. I was like, she's pretty. I, I mean that, and, and, and she is just holding her on and she just got this dynamic personality. But now I really do feel your truth energetically, vibrationally, I feel it. It's like you are walking the walk and talking the talk. And when you posted that picture, what, a couple of weeks ago, or I don't know, when of you in the mirror naked and you did yes. these little <laughs> shots and then your facial expressions just, just help. You know, that's that funniness it could come thing. And I was like, you know, that's a powerful picture. You know, that is just a powerful picture to, picture to put because you, I mean, you three ways with the towel on and then that, and then drop the towel, you know, for what we could see. And I was like, you know, that's powerful. That sends a powerful message mm -hmm. out in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I just was getting to that. You know, it's like, we just, I hear it every day constantly. Like you, you know, like, um, you know, oh, I woke up this morning and, uh, you know, I gotta, I, I have to change. I have to do this or I have to dye my hair or, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, why do you have to do these things? Who are you changing for? You're nobody. I'm like, you know, you don't have to live up to this, this, this image of what society thinks we need to look like. I mean, I, you know, when I was your, when I was younger too, I, I would look in the magazines and I'd see these models. I would think I had to emulate them. I thought I had to look like them. And when I didn't look like them, I tried to change it, you know, cause I thought that's where we, what everybody was supposed to be. Every person was supposed to be. And so, yeah, it, it, it was, you know, and then we didn't, we didn't have social media back then. I mean, so for young girls now, it must be a thousand times worse, you know, having all this pressure on thinking you need to look a certain way and dress a certain way and be a certain way and act a certain way. It's all just BS. It really is. It is so yeah. so right. I mean, it's one of the things I try to do to at least for my clients is like, like all my photo shoots and stuff. I don't ever have my pictures retouched. You know, it is what it is. I come live, you know, and all that. Um, because I was like, I don't want to send that false message that, you know, I don't have that, you know, I'm not fabulously getting more evolved. Um, mm -hmm. and that things just look a little different than they did. 20 years ago. And when I gave myself permission to just let my hair be gray, um, it was the most freeing moment. And, and I, that I will say for me, as far as how my appearance is and how it looked, the hair piece was the hugest mental shift that I had to give myself permission to let my hair naturally do what it was going to do, mm -hmm. no matter how many times I was going to get it colored and stuff. And as soon as I go, it's like, it finally was like, Doris, when are you going to figure this out? <laughs> I run the show on the hair thing. It's just great. I'm going to mm -hmm. keep coming back. And I was like, let me just let it do its thing. And I had to mentally get in the, you know, it's the mindset you're writing. It's mm -hmm. the, and it's the vibration and frequency of me breaking down subconscious beliefs and reprogramming on. It was okay for my hair to be gray. Yeah. It was yeah. okay to, to do this and that I would still look amazing. Cause you know, yeah. it's like, I was like, I mean, I don't try to deny I'm a very vain woman. Um, so, <laughs> 
I am very conscious of my appearance and stuff. So I, I needed to do it with an authenticity, yes. authenticness that this is the evolution and it's totally freaking free. So I feel mm-hmm. like that nakedness is like, you know, when I just let my hair just be like, go through the process. And I was just unapologetic. I didn't cut it. My stylist wanted to cut it, you know, to be like, oh, not making noticeable that I was going like, no, it's just going to grow and evolve. So I'm not going to have no stupid short hair. I don't want it. Take too long to grow it back out for me. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. So it's it's a freedom. So I am so excited about the work that you do, who you are, how you're changing women's lives. Body image is huge. It affects a woman in every area of her life and who Mm -hmm. she gets to be. It shows up in her work if she wants to believe it or not. Um, But it does because this is our vessel. This is what we got. And this is what we work with. Um, And I love that you do the mirror work. The mirror work for me, was like when I, after corporate world and I went in direct sales and Mary Kay cosmetics. And that's when I discovered that women don't like to look at themselves in the mirror because you have the skincare classes and you have the mirror. And I was hearing women say all the, I just was like, I couldn't believe what was coming out of women's mouths about Mm -hmm. how they look. I was just like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. And so your work in the world, thank you for stepping up and becoming the woman that puts it out. You had to go through what you had to go through to get there. We're always mm-hmm. grateful for us transforming ourselves, but thank you because it is more people need to be aware of who they are, what they're saying to themselves mm-hmm. and how they're showing up. So Liza, it's been, you know, a pleasure to have you on the show and, and to hear about this body of work that you do. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm happy to share. Um, you know, the more I share, the more it touches somebody, the more somebody resonates with something about it and makes those shifts and makes those changes in their lives. And that's all that I want to happen is for other women to love themselves as much, you know, as I love myself and, and to show them how that they can do that. And yes, stand naked in the mirror and love themselves. (laughs) I love it. Well, you know, I always say leave a closing thought. That was the closing thought. I think that is perfect. We'll send it off for that. Liza, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everybody, for being um, for joining this episode of the New Fabu Show. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you can automatically get new shows every week. And I would love it if you would leave us a review. We are on Apple Podcasts at the New Fabu Show Podcast.com. The link will be on the thing later. And I would love to hear from you. So come join in the conversation. Um, You'll find me mostly on Facebook, Instagram, and I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn. So just again, head over to newfabuseshowpodcast.com and you'll find all the episodes there. So be sure to subscribe and give us a review. And if you want to find out my why and why I do the body of work that I do, you'll find that out at thefabfactor.com. The New Fabu Show is the elevated, unapologetic permission conversation for women leaders. And I am honored you tuned in. Bye.